Welcome back, guys. It's your boy Eli. And uh, we are the Centurions. We're, in, we're here for another great episode. We're, we're basically going to be talking about some of the Disney Plus TV shows for Marvel because that's really the only thing we can think about at, the time, at this time. It, I mean, Halloween's over. Our little spectacular, whatever, is a thing. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, uh, there's a, there's a lot of big news for, for uh, Marvel's TV shows on Disney+. I mean, Plus yeah, TV. there's there's been some casting. There's been talks of who could be uh, the new Moon Knight. There's also um, confer- basically apparently the person they got for we thought they had for She Hulk isn't actually She Hulk. So mm, interesting. Yeah. So she says like, yeah, it's not true. So basically, we're talking about that, and we we're also gonna be talking about, you know. Just how Marvel TV has changed, how it went from being not really connected to be from you know being and being okay shows to like, oh wow, this is a great show to like, oh you know what, quality just keeps going down and down and down. Maybe like one or two shows saves us a day, but you know, doesn't really get us there. Yeah. But no, let's talk about um. There's the I think which that's I think that's let's first talk about the casting, and then we'll move on to actual you know, the workings of Marvel TV, live action wise. We're not going to the cartoons. I can go on how the cartoons just went downhill for me. But you know that's yeah yeah. If, if there's one thing, uh, Marvel's uh, uh, the the quality of Marvel entertainment has uh went went down is uh, is the TV show is, is the is the animated shows. You know, it's not great. No, no. But I got, gone are the days of uh, Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes and... Uh, spectacular, spectacular Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit, man. And Steve Bloom as the Green Goblin. That was a great casting choice. And look, those are the goddamn cliffhanger. Yeah, it's no bueno. No bueno. But um yeah let's let's start off yeah let's look with the recent castings. So Oscar Isaac is rumors or has been easily confirmed to be in talks with Marvel to play Moon Knight. And there's been other like rumors of who could they who the product cat getting to play Moon Knight. Someone was Shyla, someone was Keanu Reeves, I think there was someone else in the mean somewhere in there, but those are the two that I can remember off the top of my head, but I don't know. Um Personally, if they do get Isaac, I'd be down for that. Yeah, uh, it certainly would be a very uh, interesting casting choice. I mean, uh, when I was hearing the, the rumors of, say, Shia LaBeouf, I was like, that's super weird. And uh, maybe, like, a bit too meta, because uh, Shia LaBeouf himself has, has been having a bit of a weird moments, uh, at least in the entertainment uh Spear, you know, his whole, uh, I'm not famous anymore with the back thing, stuff like that, you know. He's so, crazy enough for Moon Knight. Yeah, yeah, that's why I, I kind of meant, like, say, like, it's, it's a bit meta, because, like, a lot of people kind of see Shia LaBeouf as a bit crazy nowadays, so having a crazy guy play a, a crazy, uh, a very crazy character would be interesting. Yeah, so basically the thing about Moon Knight is that he's kind of, like, He's not the one-to-one, but, you know, he's basically one of those, like, Batman-like characters that we see that's from that's not Batman. He has multiple, per- multiple personality disorder. 
Um, we don't know if he actually has mystic moon powers because it has to do with the, the god Khonshu, which is an Egyptian god of the moon, or something like that. I don't remember well. Yeah, yeah. If if I remember correctly, the the gist of Moon Knight is that it's a he's a character that you don't really know if he has say these superpowers or if it's due to his you know mental uh, unhinged mental capacity and stuff like that. Like he thinks he's this super powerful hero. Yeah, or, he has multiple personalities. Some of them are basically kind of like Bruce Wayne. Some of it's kind of like Indiana Jones. Some of it's like other stuff. But you know, right. It's it's a cool it's a cool idea, yeah. But uh, and it's I would love to see Oscar take that along, especially since like he's just coming off the heels of um, another different franchise. Right. Yeah. I mean, he was uh, he was Apocalypse in uh, Extra Apocalypse. Yeah, uh, and we don't talk about. <laughs> yeah, uh, and he was in the star the, the the Star Wars sequel movies, but didn't have like a huge role in them which was very disappointing yeah like he he's a pretty you know solid actor mm-hmm. so i feel like i think if he was to get cast for moon knight i think this could be like the one big like not to say he had he hasn't had that. No, no no i mean obviously like ex I mean, machina is like really well known for yeah yeah like he's obviously already like a well-known actor being put on the map so i can definitely see this one just sort of elevating him a bit more right like mm-hmm. it's it, it considering the the um, the context of the character, it makes sense that he that this would like really put his chops in. It's kind of like what's his name um, in the movie Split. Uh, James McAvoy, yeah, yeah, James McAvoy, yeah, like that was that was a that was a, a role for him, whether you liked the movie or not. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think that that for him was a very uh, standout performance from him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, there's always a. Um, the question is, do you really think he could be part of another? You know, not you, you, another franchise is what I'm saying. You know, uh, I mean, I think he. I mean, you know, I I, I don't think he yeah uh, he would be against something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Um. He. You know, I feel like he, he, I don't know, he might have, I, I don't know, I don't exactly know how his feeling for, uh, his, uh, how, 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 uh, X-Men Apocalypse was received, because uh, I think a lot of people were like, it's okay, or whatever, it's not, like, the best, but it's whatever, uh, it's, it, you know, so, I don't know how he feels about how people saw his portrayal of Apocalypse, um, I know he's been, he's, I don't, I don't think he, uh, bitter is the right word. But uh, he's definitely uh, more like, uh, like he eh. is not happy. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's like, eh, you know, like Star Wars was not like what I was expecting or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Uh, for, you can uh, say that for a lot of the new people in that in that franchise. Yeah, I mean, even like Daisy, Daisy Ridley, like she hasn't like Star Wars is like the only thing she got, and like I feel like she hasn't been. She's been in small stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a bit, it's a bit like the Mark Hamill effect. I mm-hmm. feel right. The Mark Hamill, um... Where, like, he's Luke Skywalker, and then, mm. while Harrison Ford and Carrie Fisher go, go on to do, like, other stuff and things. More, uh, more Harrison Ford than Carrie Fisher. Though. Yeah, more more Harrison Ford. Carrie Fisher goes into a bit of more of, like, a, I think, a writing and comedian kind of thing. It, it's the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they found their voice. Yeah, like, Mark Hamill just went to being, like, the voice actor guy. 
Granted, yeah. you know, he, he's a great voice actor, best oh, Joker. Yeah. Uh, One of the best Jokers I've seen. Yeah, you know. Uh, great villain voice. Yeah, so he's, he's just great, solid. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, I mean, out of all the, uh, I think the main three actors for the Star Wars show. I think Daisy really got, he, she got into a new movie. I just can't remember the name of it. I feel like she has too. I feel like at one point, I think she might have been up for being Laura Croft in that new Tomb Raider movie that came out like a couple years ago. Which I was like, I mean, she's already climbing shit and has like the basic aesthetic of a. Uh, she was in Ophelia and she was. No, this is the last one I saw her in aside from Star Wars. Murder on the Orient, Orient Express. Right. And she was pretty good in that one. I liked her in that. Okay, yeah. Uh, apparently, she was in that uh, One Bunny movie. Uh, I think. Was it a, no, Peter no, Rabbit? Okay. Yeah, that was. I was gonna say something else. Uh, um, right. But to bring it back, I think Oscar Isaac. Uh, well, I think he might have he probably might feel a bit stung from Star Wars. Um, I f- like. I don't know. I feel like most people who work at Marvel or at least join up with Marvel, uh, especially considering uh, that the Disney Plus shows are handled under Kevin Feige. Most people who you know have worked with Marvel, genuinely enjoy it. So I feel like Oscar Isaac would probably be like, you know, if everybody else here enjoys it and there hasn't been anything, you know, bad per se happened to a lot of the actors, then, you know, I feel like he would, uh, he would definitely well, be... And it's, there's a level of pedigree that comes with, um, um, with being in, like, a Marvel project. Specifically Marvel Cinematic Universe project. Right. Because, you know, there's some that are, like, technically Marvel, but they're not part of that, you know. Yeah. But now they kind of have everything, so we'll see. But, you know, because, like, usually when people go in there, they never come out hating it. They, they really enjoy being part of that that world. You know, Tony, uh, Robbie R. Jr., Tony Stark, Iron Man, he's kind of, like, become that character and sort of... When, when you think he's no longer going to be in it, he's like, yeah, I know, I'll be down for a couple of stuff. Show up here and there. And he, he always comes back. He's always being very, you know... It's like, they're, they're literally like a tight-knit thing right there. Yeah. And you see that, you know, you see it with the friendship between, you know, Anthony Mackie, um, the guy who plays Winter Soldier. Uh, uh Sebastian Stan, and also Tom Holland. They have a little joke where they both hate him. Yeah. They both hate Tom Holland. Yeah, yeah, I remember seeing that stuff in like uh, press interviews and stuff yeah. like that. Where you just feel like, man, that's Tom Holland guy. He's just, a, you know, he's just, a, he's just an asshole. Yeah, and then of course, he's actually he, really sweet, though. yeah, yeah, no. He, uh, then you got like stuff with um, Benedict Cumberbatch and uh, Tom Holland. You know, you yeah. see that that sort of friendship. So yeah, I feel like uh, Oscar Isaac, he'll it, he'll have a better time with it. Right. Yeah, I feel like he, you know, if he gets the role, we keep we keep talking about that he has the role. I don't think it's been confirmed that he's there. He's in talks. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's all speculation, right? Mm-hmm. But I could see it working for him, especially since he's going to be playing a character who is more out there. He's not your. He's not a very Moon Knight is not a very, you know, conservative hero. I'm sorry, political, but you know, he's not. A, he's not your usual superhero. He has mental issues, and oftentimes, even in the books. From what I've been able to read, because even for me, Moon Knight is still kind of not that not that he's not interesting, but he's, you know he's still like one of those characters. I'm like I can't really get into him that much. Like a niche. He's very niche. Right. 
and he he can get violent. I'm talking bloody. Like he's like a couple steps below being Punisher level. And I guess that's kind of the question is how are we gonna portray Moon Knight? I don't know. I think there's still stuff a lot in the air, right? Like mm-hmm. Moon Knight, I think is only in pre-production at this point, right? Mm. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, considering it's also gonna be a Disney Plus show, and I'm not like, I don't think we've seen any sort of like mature, like at least bloody sort of content in uh, any Disney. We got implicit violence. From yeah, Mandalorian. yeah, Mandalorian definitely sort of plays the, the line where there's definitely you know violence. First episode, you basically had a man you know get cut in half, but you don't see it. But you know he got cut in half. Yeah, it's like, I mean, honestly, the thing is, like, Star Wars is never like typically that violent to begin with, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's like laser blast. You don't see like gushes of blood or whatever. Um, the wounds are always cauterized, except for that, except in the first movie. I mean, yeah, it's a lightsaber. It cuts, but then, you know, there's not really much blood because, you know, it's like a literal plasma or whatever. Yeah, cauterizes the wound. Yeah. So, yeah, like, so that's I can kind of. Survive. And, uh, you know, that's kind of like how, at least, I think Mandalorian did well with handling that sort of level of violence. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's going to be super interesting if they were to make uh, Moonlight as bloody as he can get in. The mm-hmm. comics, right? Yeah, like this dude is toting guns, like almost punished level. Like there's a specific image that I think I'm not online. We'll probably use it for the thumbnail, maybe. But what? But you know, it's one of those characters that I can kind of see them pulling off. But you know, depends on how much we're pulling away. Because like the whole mental, you know, personality stuff. How do you portray that for something that is for Disney? Yeah, it's gonna be really interesting. Right? Like, like I'm don't I don't see them doing Punisher anytime soon. Yeah, like I don't mm. you don't you don't expect like a Punisher style no. show like that was on Netflix to show up. They could probably Disney put it on Hulu, but you know I've been hearing I haven't heard much from that Hailstorm show. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. But yeah, no. Uh, I don't know. It's it's gonna be a lot of uh, work for them, right? To mm-hmm. like just figure out how the hell they're gonna just try to adapt uh, Moon Knight in, in such a way for mm-hmm. you know being a Disney it, Plus show. I think it's one of those things we're gonna have to wait and see, obviously. But you know, we're also gonna have to wait and see how they do uh, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, and and, and Deadpool, obviously. Yeah, yeah. because. I think he. I think he's a testing ground. If you can do it right with Deadpool, then you can probably do it with Moon Knight. Well, I feel like I recall uh, when the Fox acquisition happened, and and there was the questions of like Deadpool. Uh, what's that going to be like? I think Bob Iger, who was president of Disney, who I think has come back mm-hmm. now because there was you know, some strange circumstances. Um, he was like, "Yeah, no, we're keeping Deadpool pretty the same. We're not gonna worry about that." Uh, you know, I think they mentioned it was gonna try. They were trying to try to label it under a different brand of Marvel, kind of mm-hmm. like Marvel Knights level thing. But no, yeah, but it, it's gonna be a, you know, that's a, it's a, you know, I, I don't know if it'll, it'll go that far with Moon Knight, but that's certainly a thing that could happen. It's one of those things where, um, how are you gonna pull it off when it's supposed to be a connected universe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, speaking of that, 
Um, before we head on to talk about the rest of Marvel, uh, Disney Plus TV, let's let's go down the line. Now we're not going to go all the way back. We're not going to talk about the Incredible Hulk TV show with Lou Ferrigno and Billy. What's his name? Billy? Uh, no, that's a Bill Paxton. That's not the right name. Um, uh, I Bill Paxby. I, I think so. <laughs> I apologize. Show's so old. So old. Oh, you, why didn't they put that on uh, Disney Plus? <sighs> There's probably some weird rights thing going on with mm-hmm. that, right? It's like it's the same thing with like asking about a. Uh, that is Bill Bixby. Yeah, with a Japanese Spider-Man because that's owned by. Uh, Toei. Toei and stuff, so that's gonna be like that's, that's just. I a thought you were also gonna talk about the movies for the Hulk. I think that's still owned by Paramount. Right. Yeah. 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 As well. So you know, there's probably some weird hold hold rights thing they would have to work mm-hmm. out with if they wanted like the original show. Mm-hmm. Now I'm gonna say like I said, we're not gonna go that back. We're not gonna go that back to like that that TV show. We're not gonna go back to the Spider-Man TV show. We're not even gonna talk about. Sadly, even though Joey would love to, yeah, the Japanese Spider-Man. I mean, it's very funny, but yeah, I I definitely understand that. Considering if we're gonna be talking about Marvel TV, it's probably you know it's gonna be mostly in sort of the yeah more near of modern time. Kind yeah, of it's 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 probably the one that most people would know, especially the people that don't haven't seen any of the old stuff. Right. I mean, I've seen the old Incredible Hulk TV show. I ain't even got for the time, yeah. The time, yeah. Loop for right now. Always be a good old Hulk. But anyways, um, obviously we got to talk about the first TV show that ever come out. Actually, you know what? Let's talk about the reason why none of these shows, so Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Agent Carter, kind of, Daredevil, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, Iron Fist, the issue with the Inhumans, we'll talk about that towards the end. Yeah. Why these shows never really connected with the movies and i feel like there's a lot of people that don't understand it i feel like there's a lot of things that you know go over people's heads i've always wondered that for some people if they knew or not but essentially from my understanding is the movies are labeled under marvel studios yes the tv stuff is labeled under marvel television right and now some of you guys saying well isn't that the same thing no and to give you an idea, all the Disney Plus shows that are coming out are all un, un, they're not under Marvel Television; they're under Marvel Studios. Is that still confusing? I think Joey can t- probably make it explain a lot better. Well, if I recall correctly, um, this has to go back with like um, the situation with Marvel, like the president Ike Perlmutter, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he's he, you know he's very sort of a uh, divisive figure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, over the years, uh, he was like half the reason why they never made a Black Widow movie until you know what was supposed to be now. But <laughs> then you know circumstances uh, have pushed that movie back multiple times. Multiple times. Uh, yeah. Um, but he was also like, uh, like he was. I think he was like half the reason. Because um, I think Iron Man three was supposed to have. Uh, like one of the characters, like the uh, I forget her name, but she was like working with the Mandarin. She was supposed to be like the villain. Mm-hmm. But uh, Ike Perlman was like, "We female villains don't sell or whatever, something like that." Right? Yeah, and he he's also the reason why Black Panther couldn't happen. Yeah, yeah. 
he, he, he so you know he's he's very sort of like a he's a bit of a crazy guy. So Kevin Feige understanding this he's like a bit of a problem because you know he's the Marvel president. He kind of more or less has a bit of a say in terms of the movies, right? Mm-hmm. So he was it's all his vision. Yeah, right. So Kevin Feige, in order to like make sure that the MCU can go without a hitch or whatever, had like meetings with Bob Iger, president of Disney, who owns Marvel. Uh, was like, hey, listen, I need some autonomy here, mm-hmm. and they essentially worked out a deal where basically Kevin Feige could, you know, do all the things he needs to do with uh, the MCU on the film side. Mm-hmm. The thing, uh, but as a, as a uh, I guess a concession or whatever. Or compromise is that I Perlmutter and Marvel Entertainment would, which is going to be like the TV side, would handle pretty much everything else, any mm-hmm. other stuff that happens, like live action, anime, and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's why um, uh, the Netflix shows and Agents of Shield um, are kind of set, or are are set in the MCU. But while Agents of Shield had a bit more leeway of like you know referencing the movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Netflix shows only really had the cursory references to the movies. There was the, the you know what scene I'm talking about was from Jessica Jones. Yeah. Where instead of calling Captain America, they call him the flag waver, the big green guy, the Tin Man. Yeah, I do feel like there was an episode of Luke Cage where there was a guy that literally says Tony Stark. You know? Yeah. I mean, not only the character you're talking about, he's also giving out, like, you know, DVDs of, like, the incident. Yeah, like, like the, the 2012, you know, like, uh, Avengers movie, mm-hmm. you know, where the Chitauri attack, like, they always refer to it in the Netflix shows as the incident or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right? They never talk about it being aliens, though. Yeah, they, they always just say as the incident. It's sort of like the big, like, New York got attacked and the Avengers showed up or whatever, mm-hmm. to save the day. And yeah, it's it's a super, it's just super weird when when you contextualize it like that because none of these characters that show up uh, in the Netflix shows, at least I think the Netflix shows have the have it way worse than Agent of Shield because Agent of Shield at least had the the connection of being part yeah. of Shield, thus being affected by whatever mm-hmm. events happened in those movies. I think, but even then, like. It was so, like, felt so last minute. Yeah, I know there was, like, stuff where, like, uh, Sif, right? Sif did show up. Did she, yeah, she showed up. Uh, I know Nick Fury had cursory, uh, had very little. Like, first episode, last episode of the first season kind of shit. Yeah, and there's even, uh, I know there's some plot stuff that happens in Agents of the S.H.I.E.L.D. that kind of relates back to the movies, like, the, the helicarrier that shows up at the end of Age of Ultron was apparently acquired in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or whatever, mm-hmm. if I recall correctly. But no mention of each of each show. Yeah, no actual full mention of that. No. I will say, like, the... Like, it's... Like, I, like, uh, I'm not, I'm not gonna... I'm, not, I'm sorry not to stop you there, but, like, one of the, that's one of the things that made me, like, so turned off by the show. Like, I got back onto it later on, but it's because they brought in Robbie Reyes, and Robbie Reyes is one of my favorite characters. But... Side point, like, one of the moments that really made me just go, like, I, I'm not going to watch this that much anymore is when it's literally the episode that was set after 
the, the Sith episode. They really the, the episode that was set after Thor: The Dark World. They just showed clips from the mo- from like what you'd see from the trailer, and then Coulson's like, "Man, I really wish Thor would. I really wish Thor would come in down and help us out." And I'm just like, "Oh, so this is basically your your whole your whole thing, okay? You know, you you, you told us as this is a connection between the movies and the television. There is no damn connection. Don't you dare lie to me." Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's a bit odd. Um, there's a lot of weird stuff that happens. Even the reveal of Hydra being in Shield was outed in the show, and then I swear it got resolved in the next episode because the movie came out at the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's honest. That's what that was one of my big issues with it. You're like, really, you didn't need to. There really was no connection to to the broader world. But I'll let you continue. Yeah, it, it, I mean, I think besides enough, uh, yeah, Agent of Shields having having its weird sort of quasi relationship mm-hmm. with the movies, uh, the Netflix shows being having only references and that's it, like nothing else. Um, vague ones, yeah, definitely vague ones. Like you would have, th- like you would think with uh, at least Tony uh, being at least interested in seeing stuff like Spider Man. Him going out to recruit him in Civil War that, you know, with the Netflix shows being around at the time, he wouldn't at least, it would have been at least kind of interesting if you showed, you saw him seeing clips of, say, Matt Murdock as Daredevil and uh, various other characters just, you know, doing mm-hmm. things in, in New York, right? Um, obviously, I, um, the whole Spider-Man, like, interacting with said characters of the Netflix shows was probably never going to happen because... Uh, you know, Sony has movie rights for Spider-Man, so obviously that's going to be like a weird, mm-hmm. tangled mess. Because there. Uh, if you know anything from the comics, Daredevil and Spider-Man are really close buds. Yeah, and you know, they're all all the characters in the Netflix shows pretty much work in New York, right? Mm-hmm. Luke Cage is in Harlem. Um, Daredevil's in uh, uh, Hell's Kitchen. Hell's Kitchen. Um, Jessica Jones goes around everywhere. Yeah, know? she's 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 a PI. Yeah, and uh, Iron Fist, uh, you know, he just goes around. Yeah, he's also kind of, he moves around, but, you know. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it would be kind of, it would have been neat, but obviously because Sony rights and stuff like mm-hmm. that, it's it, it, that that bit is understandable. And I think, uh, should we talk about Inhumans? Yeah, let's go for it. Yeah, like, the Inhumans is definitely one of the weirder ones. Because it was a ten, initially going to be a film. Yeah, and you know why it was initially a film? Because Ike Perlmutter. Really? Okay, I didn't know that part. Yeah, no, it was because if you recall, Ellie, uh, Eli, um, freaking, this was around the time when Fox still had the rights to the X Men and Fantastic Four, mainly mm-hmm. the X Men, uh, and I think there was like rumors of like. Ike Perlmutter being very upset that they couldn't use those characters in movies, and mm. that's when you see all that stuff about you know, like they wouldn't they would they wouldn't make any more Fantastic Four comics, like they would limit like uh, they would push the Inhumans in larger roles in the comics, right? Mm-hmm. Because you know, it, it, so that way they couldn't like Fox couldn't essentially have material from the comics mm-hmm. to use because they weren't getting anything from Marvel wasn't getting anything from that movies deals. So, for Ike Perlmutter, I think it was trying to push the Inhumans as the, their X-Men, right? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, they are very, 
they, they have a See, bit I know of this part of the story. Yeah, they have very similar, you know, like not sets of powers, but mm-hmm. ideas, right? You know, mm-hmm. where they're just they're just super powered, like humans. Superhumans. Yeah, where the X Men mutants are get their powers from the X gene. Uh, the humans become super powered with the exposure to Terrigen myth. Yeah, Terrigen, which I thought was Tarjan. Yeah. <laughs> you, had, you had to play the game. To, you played the game to find that out. Yeah, when playing the Avengers game, uh, I literally was like looking at the spelling of Terrigen and I was like, I thought the, for half a second, I thought it was like, that's supposed to be Targaryen? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Targaryen? No. I don't. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, but no, um, one, of the, one of the things that really, um, especially, especially. Especially going back to Age of the Shield, their their introduction of the Inhumans, which came way later, had really nothing to do with what eventually would be the Inhumans TV show. Man, that would suck, doesn't it? <laughs> but yeah, no, that was a uh, yeah. But and because Kevin Feige vow- pretty much got uh, creative control for the movies, he was like, "Yeah, no, we're not doing Inhumans. This is." We're not doing this. So they, of course, they decided to just push in humans onto the Marvel TV side. So, because, you know, that was their idea to begin mm. with anyway. So that's how the humans became a TV show instead of a movie. And we all know how Inhumans turned out. Mm-hmm. Even even the whole TV arm was always um, questionable, especially if we're on the next Netflix area. With, um, what's his name? Um... No, let's say John Bernthal. That's the wrong person. That's... I think it was something Buck. I could be wrong. No, Scott Buck was um the the guy who was in char- who was the who was the showrunner for both Iron Fist season one of Iron Fist and um Inhumans. Okay, but yeah, it was a uh, Jeff Loeb. Jeff Loeb was in charge of the TV arm. He, mm. I mean, he's a well known comic book writer. He's really good. Um, under him, it's been very questionable, especially with his turnout. Um, really, you know, the, the, the shows in them themselves are just, it, it just never really worked with building the universe because they, they, they came from two different people. It's like if you and I were to write, where it's like if you had a story for, we were both writing for, say, the same universe, but you did your own thing and I did my own thing and then they were really connected. Yeah, like, but at this, it's like one of those things where, like, you have two people, very different, uh, I guess, ideas for mm-hmm. how the universe should go. The, yeah, it's like a good, yeah, I guess you, I think a better example would be, like, if you are working on a class project with somebody, and you're like, okay, you do this half, we'll, I'll do this half, and then we'll convene and, you know, make it work. And then you go your separate ways, and when you come back, it's like, wait, I was doing this thing, you did that thing. How are we supposed to connect these together? We made a terrible mistake. You can't fit the square block in the circle, Joey. I've told you this a thousand times. Uh, square block? I thought we were making a triangle. Damn it. That's not a triangle, that's a cube. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's... Uh, yeah, it's just one of those things when you look at it, right? Yeah. Where it's sort of just like... It could have been kind of potentially a pretty solid idea, right? Where... Huh. Where you have, especially with Agents of Shield, I feel like there's a lot of potential where you could essentially just be like use it as hype and building up to, like 
you know the next movies but i'm assuming it's just like yeah it's just d- different creative stuff going mm-hmm. on so so i mean um we can just talk about each show if you want to um i know you haven't seen all of them i haven't seen well you haven't finished watching all of them because you're just like i'm done well I, yeah i haven't finished watching the final seasons of all the netflix shows uh for me it was just the two final seasons or uh, the final season of jessica jones and and um Punisher, because like I, at that point I'm just like, I'm, I'm good, I'm good, right. But but aside from that, you know, um, I think I was the one that mostly watched Agent the Shield. Yeah, I tried to watch it in the first season, and then I quickly uh, was like, this is boring as hell. I'm just gonna leave. <laughs> yeah. You are uh, you are not wrong. And I think I only tuned back in when the Robbie Ray stuff was happening because I was like, oh, that sounds cool. And I was watching that, and then I eventually sort of dipped out again. I was like, well. <laughs> By the time of Robbie left, right? Yeah, pretty much. It's like when that plot line ended, I'm like, well, I'm gone. I don't want to watch anymore. <laughs> no, no. you, you... <laughs> I will say it, did get a little... it stayed pretty consistent after that. I mean, I. The I... life model decoy storyline was actually pretty okay. Yeah, no, I, I definitely kind of understand that. It's just, yeah. uh, you know, I. I we forgot to mention um, Agent Carter. Which got canceled. Yeah, and I remember watching a couple episodes of that, and I thought it was pretty decent. The first season was pretty good. Second season just kind of dragged. Yeah, so, you know, I mean, it sucks that, you know, that yeah, happened. But, don't worry, watch it again. I mean, to be fair, in a way, you can still consider that canon to MCU stuff, mm-hmm. I feel like, because, yeah, at the end of the day... Uh, well, they, they only included, like, two characters from that show. Yeah. Hey, Peggy herself and um, Jarvis. Yeah, like old uh, old school Butler Jarvis. Yeah, but yeah, it, it's it's. I mean, like okay, so going back to Agent of Shield before we uh, continue on with Agent Carter, because Agent of Shield was the first show. Um, you could tell that it was really rough. Yeah, even I knew it was really rough. Like they tried really hard, but they and for me, like I feel like the show never really starts off great until towards the end. I feel like towards the end is when it's like. Oh, this is actually getting really exciting, but it's still so much drag to get through. Right. I don't really care much for the characters. I'm sorry. I know I'm more the Marvel guy, but I'm, I have to be honest with myself. Right. I didn't care for much for Daisy. It until like I, I don't know. I don't even care for her that much. I mean, you know, Wayne's character was pretty okay, but she was kind of like the stoic badass kind of character. Yeah, yeah, but you know, it, it works. For but me, uh, I but like I said, like um. Later on, they started introducing more characters that I really enjoyed, and some characters grew. Like, um, I said it before, for me, um, Coulson, um, oh, I forget the, the science dude's name. Um, I'm not... Fitz and Simmons? Right? Simmons was the chick. Simmons was alright, but Fitz, man, he was cool. He, he, he was just a lovable scamp. Yeah. And he was also smart, and he wasn't afraid to, to get in a fight. Kind of stuff. And, um... They also they also introduced Mockingbird, which I always thought was weird, and and they never really did much with her um, until later on. And um, well, Mockingbird boyfriend was also one of my favorite characters because they were just so chill. Um, Mac was also pretty cool, uh, but you know those characters kind of grew on me. Right. But you know they 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 their characters couldn't save the show for me at that time until like they started introducing more of like. Down more characters that are like comic actor like Robbie Reyes. Who I mean, they changed up his storyline a bit, but he was pretty legit, in my opinion. Okay. Yeah, and like after, like literally after that, I'll be, I'll be honest. After that season, I had to stop watching it. <laughs> uh, 
I don't know what's going on. All I know is that shit's going down. And um, we, we, we could have had something good, but you know, Robbie. <laughs> Robbie did come back for the last episode, which was weird to me. Yeah, and they started doing the the whole uh, circle thing that you saw from Agent, uh, Doctor Strange. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, but no, it's uh, the Robbie Ray stuff was really good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I assume they did. So, like, it's ended, right? It had its, its final season. I think it's on. Uh, I think it's either on its final season or it's done. Done. Yeah, because uh, I'm assuming, like, I'm assuming the final season has something to do with uh, the events of Infinity War and stuff like that, right? I think it was. I think it was a lead up, and then it's like I know apparently uh, from the one trailer I saw, they do time travel, like mm-hmm. they go back in the past, and I'm like. Alright. Cool. Mm. I don't really care, but sure. And then as Agent, Agent Carter, when that one... That one I really enjoyed. That first season was pretty good. Mm. It was very, uh... Pro, pro... It was very feminist, you know, message. You know, she's the only woman in the work field. She's got to break that glass ceiling. And she kind of... And she proves herself. She's, she ends up being a total badass. I mean, we also still has that sort of bit of, um... You know... Like, I miss Steve thing. And then second season... Was pretty, you know, brought us into some interesting stuff that they get trying to teether in the whole love triangle thing between her and this one guy, and like the dude who uh, hurt had a leg injury in the World War Two. Because mm. they keep they kept you know teasing the uh, well, who did she end up with? But because it got canceled, obviously, you know, it just screw it. It was Steve. <laughs> <laughs> but it was only Steve in that one alternate timeline because it doesn't make sense. <laughs> uh, whatever. Um. You know they're still arguing about how that how the ending works. I mean, yeah, it's whatever. It's I just wait. What about cloak and dagger? Oh shit! I forgot about cloak and dagger. Oh, what about um? What was it? The Runaways. That's yeah. That's on Hulu, right? Yeah, it's on Hulu. I haven't watched that. I haven't, I, 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 I don't know because I don't know. I guess like I never really cared that much about the Runaways. Yeah. Like, I get the idea, right? It's like, they're all children of villains or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Um, but, yeah. Um, I have to look at the camera because I thought it was like eight minutes? What? Oh, but it resets every 30 minutes, right? Yeah. Okay, you're good. You're good. You're good. We edited that out. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, no. Um, yeah, there's a Cloak and Dagger one on ABC Family, or I guess what? what the Freeform fuck is, now. Yeah, it's Freeform now. Which, uh, sure. Yeah, I mean, I, that has that has two seasons, right? Yeah, two seasons. Haven't heard much of it though. Yeah, I think it's. I'm gonna assume it's. Uh, I think what they were going with was uh, turning it into like a uh, like a team rom com. Not team. Yeah, <laughs> it was a team team romance thing. Team romance thing with some superhero stuff going on. So right? CW. Yeah, but probably uh, not as a soap opera as CW, right? Because I feel like the Arrowverse can kind of get very. Uh, Daytime soap opera, you catch my drift. I mean, I don't know. You've seen it more than I have. I've only seen Flash, because that's the only good one. And yeah. even then, the he's even then, there's a point where I'm like, I don't care. Very must, very encounters a problem. What is a solution to run really fast? Barry, you continuously fought. You fought a speedster for the past three to four seasons. Stop. Well, it's, you know, right? Like, he can have his other villains be, like, uh, you know, villains of the day sort of scenario, but, 
you know, only a speedster can possibly be a match for another speedster, right? Sure. But, uh, no, it's just, again, I haven't watched Runaways. It's an interesting story, but I don't care much, really. Yeah, so besides those, which I'm pretty sure also don't really tie into the MCU much at all. doubt it completely. Yeah, so, yeah, the Marvel TVs definitely started having, like, a weird uh, trend of stuff over the past couple years. But, you know, now with Disney+, Plus, we are forgetting a specific area of Marvel television that started off knocking it out of the park. And then did nothing. Oh, uh, okay. Netflix. I mean, yeah. Right. Netflix. I mean, yeah, the Netflix shows, well, yeah, yeah. They're having. They started high up in the mountain and they started trickling down. Yeah, yeah. Daredevil was definitely, first season was definitely like. Spec- Holy shit. Spectacular. Oh my god! I, I remember, like everyone was like, "Holy shit, this is amazing!" kind of thing, right? It was just a little long. Yeah, I think that was the that's one of the big things with the Netflix shows is that they all have like 13, thirteen episodes, thirteen episodes a season, and uh, for a lot of people, and I think yeah, like they can be, they have some weird pacing issues, definitely towards like the second half because it definitely seems like. We are about to reach the climax, but then we have some weird, like, off-tangent related mm-hmm. stuff usually happen in some of these seasons. So that way we can fill up and have the 13 episodes. And I oh, think, yeah. like, a lot of people were like, we should probably cut these down, right? No, no we it, didn't. We got to need those 13 episodes. Yeah, I'm guessing in order to be, like... And you know who suffered that the most? Iron Fist. Uh, think about it. It's just it was just the same story on repeat. Yeah, it's always Danny Rand, right? Just yeah. doing some stuff. Yep, there was really no progression in that story at all. I mean, second season's supposed to be at least slightly better. It is. Like, they gave it a fifty percent on Rotten Tomato, compared to like the ten percent that was in the first season. Man, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, I didn't think Iron Fist was the first season was that bad. I mean, it's bad, but like. I it's would, watchable. Yeah. Um, Luke Cage is pretty, you know. That I think, was great. Yeah. So Daredevil season one, pretty much the best. Jessica Jones was pretty solid. Uh, it was a great season. It just, yeah. holy shit. Yeah. That thing took a while. I remember people telling me, like, I can't do Jessica Jones. That's kind of like, that's, that's just such a downer. Yeah, yeah, I get and, that. And, and for the context, it makes sense. Yeah, and then we had Luke Cage. Which, which started off pretty good, then it started getting... Yeah, it, it, it was a bit rocky towards the end, but uh, it was it, it was alright. Mm-hmm. Um, Punisher, season one. Yeah, Iron Fist obviously was you know, not great. Not great. Uh, Punisher, season one. Um, definitely, well, I mean, Daredevil season two was first. But, well, the, the order was season one Daredevil, season one uh, Jessica Jones, season two... Daredevil, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, right. then Defenders. Yeah, and then after that, we mm-hmm. had Punisher show up, and then season two of all the other Netflix shows, mm-hmm. right? Before yep. they got canned. Mm-hmm. Well, and then season three of Daredevil to wrap mm-hmm. it up, which is like the only one I think. Season three, then it was season 
two, three of Jessica Jones and season two of Punisher, and that was it. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure Daredevil is probably the only Netflix show that has like a satisfying like end. It is. As someone, okay, I know I'm Michelle because I love Daredevil. That third season was just godly. <laughs> I know, I know, it's a little cheesy, but I mean, yeah. Um, but yeah, but I, I guess that more or less just said. I mean, I can talk more point. about the shows because I've seen them more than you have. Right. Um, I mean, second season of Daredevil, I think we both agree started off pretty good, but then we start talking about the hand and just. They didn't really know what to do with the hand. I feel like they should have just made them the Foot Clan. Unless Lapis still has any. You have the hand, the foot. We just need the shoulders and the knees. We already have the head of the dragons called the Skits in DC. I'm just saying, you know, like. Then we would have the head. Oh, wait. Fuck! <laughs> I forgot hand. I was, I was, I was hand gonna make until bitch. Yeah, I was gonna do something like that, but the hands aren't part of this, the, the, the song. Your, your song, your 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 little joke has is falling down. Yeah, now thinking about it. Point but is, it, the shredder it, should be part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I mean, they based a lot of stuff from Daredevil. I know. I'm I mean, just saying. Teenage Mutant was based a lot off of Daredevil. I, I know. I'm just saying. The Shredder should have been in the... In the, in the uh, yeah. Sure, whatever. <laughs> the Shredder should have been the main bad guy of the Defenders, obviously. Uh, yeah. And then he'd be like, gosh, you turtles. And it's like, reason. yeah, it's like, what? What are you talking about? What, what? Shit. Mike, <laughs> Mikey would be then Iron Fist. Because he would be... Because even in the comics, guy when when Luke Kane and Iron Fist are together, he's kind of like the little brother. And then Luke Cage would be Raphael. Um, no, Daredevil will be Raphael. Oh, remember he's the moody one. Uh, but who, who? I'm guessing would would Jessica Jones be Leonardo, or would she be Donatello? She'd be Donatello. Okay, okay. Uh, and then Luke Cage because they have an issue. They have a thing with purple. Fair enough, but but Donatello, uh, Leonardo's blue, and there's no blue on the team. We can give it to Luke. I know. I'm just saying. He he seems the most level-headed one to be the leader. Yeah, fair enough. You know, reasonable. But yeah, no. But anyways, yeah, no. Uh, but you know, it's uh, you know, um, in Jessica Jones, season one was great. Um, season two was questionable, at best. Interesting. Yeah, I haven't seen season three because that season two was like, yeah, I, I think I'm good. Right. And then it was Luke Cage. Season one was sort of great, a little rocky towards the end. Season two was um a lot better. They had some good stuff going, but then, then, but then they left us a cliffhanger, and then I was like, oh, man, I wish we could have gone. And, yeah, we'll never see that show come again. Well, apparently he has a cameo in season three of, uh, of Jessica Jones. Also, oh, by the way, there was also ca- there was also an episode entirely dedicated to the Heroes for Hire thing, where Danny Rand came in and helped out uh, Luke Cage, and that was probably the best time you see Danny Rand. Right. It's, it's probably the best. Right. Because they're just being bros. Yeah. And then, you know, we already said Iron Fist Season 1 was pretty... Yeah, no bueno. No bueno. Season 2 was slightly better. Okay. Was, we were getting there. We were doing something. And I was like, oh shit. You, you have the makings for Season 3 to be actually really good. And, and then, then it was canceled. canceled. 
We can talk about that in a minute too. Yeah. Uh, and uh, of course, um, Punisher season one was great. Um, I wouldn't. I don't. I was like, I don't know if I need a season two though. Yeah, I was kind of the same. Like, I was like, season two, really? Like this soon? I mean, I, I, I guess, but like, I, I really. Just, and like, Defenders was kind of lackluster. Yeah, yeah, especially considering that uh, the hand was still the main bad guys. Like, and they haven't done really. They they weren't that great in. Um, yeah, they weren't that great in Daredevil. So, and when and knowing that they came right after Iron Fist, yeah, it was like. Uh, yeah, it's just the whole thing. Um. Like, I get the idea of having the hand be sort of, you know, a big mm. compassing villain. I, I agree. I, and don't get me wrong. I, I agree with that. Some people should have said that it should have been Kingpin. But when when you have two superpowers going, like three people that have superpowers going up against Kingpin, it's like, what's the point? Yeah. And so making an immortal death ninja cult, uh, you know, yeah. I guess I can kind of understand that. The, you know, season three of Daredevil was the last one I saw, and I was like, I'm good. This is amazing. I am perfect. And, you know, that's that's sort of the whole Marvel, like, Netflix line, which I think was pretty good. Yeah. And, like, it has the making of being... Iron Fist was had the making of being good. And just, yeah, the very shitty person in charge of it. The fact that the the the, sec, the second showrunner came in and at least made it watchable and salvageable and enough for uh, at least a meh kind of reaction... Led you to think maybe they could probably make this work. Yeah. At the end of the day, the whole thing of the Netflix show is kind of sad. Because I think Daredevil was definitely the best of them. Um, and I think all of them could have reached like that potential high point, especially on Netflix. But uh, I'm pretty sure it was like basically the big reasons why those shows were canceled because of Disney Plus, ironically enough. Right? Yeah, because they were starting to do their own streaming service. A lot of people think it's bad. That's why they cancel it. No, for whatever reason, Netflix has this weird thing about canceling good shows. They good. They they they're like not saying like they always cancel good shows, but they sometimes even cancel. They cancel bad shows, but sometimes they cancel good shows too. Like they recently just canceled um, the the Jim Henson show. Um, oh, the Dark um, Crystal. Yeah, and I loved that show. That show was amazing. Yeah, I think like that that was super weird, right? Because I I was fully expecting the season two because it at least on the cliffhanger. Granted, it's a prequel to like the Dark Crystal movie, mm-hmm. so you could, it's fine to leave it on that sort of cliffhanger. Because, but it left you in a cliffhanger. That I'm like, okay, I want to see how this goes. I know how it ends, but I still want to see how this goes. Yeah, so super interesting. So from my from my understanding with the whole Netflix thing is that, um. There's like three categories. I don't remember most of them. I'm probably confusing them all together. But essentially, if it doesn't get enough attention by the first few weeks, um, it doesn't get like enough views by the first few weeks, then like basically if it doesn't reach a certain number by the first few weeks of release, they they don't look they don't see it as interest. It doesn't matter if it's good or not. Mm. That's why, like, that's why you know, season one of Daredevil and season one of Jessica Jones were so like, oh my god, because they were the starting ones. Yeah, yeah, I can definitely, yeah, I think that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think it, I feel, I'm pretty sure it also just has to do with the fact that Disney. Oh, and also if they're too, if they're too expensive to make. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense, right? I feel like the gym, you know, the Dark Crystal, uh, 
uh, Age of Resistance, right? Yeah, it was Age of Resistance. Um, I mean, with all those sort of puppetry and stuff like that, and like having to build the sets and stuff like that, I could imagine that getting a pretty big budget and being mm-hmm. like, if we don't see returns, mm-hmm. we're gonna have to cancel it. That's why. That's why. Um, that's why um, Stranger Things is still going on because that had that, that always has tremendous returns. Yeah, and I imagine the budget isn't exactly like 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 not it's probably big, but not like super big, right? Yeah. Most of it goes to the monsters, and that's it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no. But I think again, like I think the biggest thing that led to the cancellation of all those uh, Netflix Marvel shows was Disney announcing, "Hey, we're having our own uh, streaming service." I mean, that's. I mean, they, I mean, Disney started pulling all their animated shows and movies that were on Netflix. And I think Netflix has a response like, oh, I see. You want to play a, You want to play the game of streaming wards? That's fine by us. Goodbye to all these Netflix shows. No! You know, it's... Uh, you know, it's, a, it's a sad casualty. It's kind of a... Kind of reminds me of what happened when Disney bought Marvel. And mm-hmm. this particular Spider-Man TV show was uh, animated by... I don't remember. It was animated by at least a Sony company, I think. I think, yeah, I think it was animated by a Sony animation company or whatever. But because of they essentially got... Disney bought those rights for the for the characters, and I think Sony only owned uh, the movie rights and not necessarily the TV rights, they could just take... They essentially had... Tiger Spider-Man canceled and then replaced with the uh, Ultimate Spider-Man, which was uh, mm, it had its moments. Yeah, all I remember is that it was Drake Bell as Spider-Man, which wasn't that bad of an idea. Not bad. I mean, he had he's he has superhero experience. <laughs> he was super fly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The superhero movie. It was a uh, it was a parody of all the superhero movies that came out. Specifically, Spider-Man. Yeah. But um, I mean the good thing about I think the good thing about Disney Plus, but we haven't seen anything yet. All we know is that the first few ones are gonna be the Winter Soldier, Loki, WandaVision, and what if. Um, and these are gonna be more tied into the events that happen in the movies and the stuff that will eventually happen later on in the movies. Yeah, and I think at the end of the day, that's sort of the neat thing about the Disney Plus movie, uh, Disney Plus shows, is that they will have direct ties to the movies. Mm-hmm. They're putting spotlight on characters that. Um, most people probably don't know. Yeah, probably. Yeah, mo- probably most people that don't know, or characters that uh, may not have necessarily been able to carry a film on their own or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Like Miss Marvel and She Hulk, Moon Knight, Blade's a movie, isn't it? Yeah, Blade is a movie. Okay, and th- you know th- those kind of stuff. Can't, you know, Winter Soldier, Falcon, WandaVision, Vi- Wanda Vision. Yeah. Uh, every time I say it together, it sounds like I'm saying the show. Yeah, it's you know, at least from what we've seen from WandaVision, it looks super weird, right? Like, yeah, it, it's. I think that's the one thing I'm wondering about it, and wondering how it's going to turn out. Especially when since we were talking about Moon Knight earlier, they seem to be more experimental. Yeah, I think these shows will sort of be towing, will be going for that more weirder stuff. Mm-hmm. Granted, the movies do get into the weird stuff. I mean, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, right? It's super weird. Doctor Strange, uh, Thor Ragnarok, and yeah, it is definitely bit of a bizarre thing mm-hmm. as well so yeah i think like i'm not, I'm not i don't think they're gonna go full on the adult level stuff like say that netflix was 
that they're gonna do some like really weird out there, you know, stuff, you know, comic book stuff. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. But yeah, no, that's that's a, that's a lot of Disney Plus stuff that we're hoping that hopefully mm-hmm. I think WandaVision comes out what November, right? November, December. I think it got pushed back because of uh, serious situations. Ah, okay. But we'll see. And I think that's about it. Yeah, I think so. I think that's all the Marvel TV shows that we. Yeah, have current normal. Marvel TV. We'll say. Yeah, say that. current Marvel TV. So we'll we'll see. Uh, again, we'll see how that turns out. But you know, it's been a fun. It's this is a very interesting conversation. I think I always like talking about this stuff. Now, obviously, you guys, um, you can catch us on any of the so any of our socials, which is Twitter, Facebook, and social. <laughs> Twitter, Facebook, and I was say social studies. Help us with me. I don't know. My brain be going fart. Remember, remember, and be farting now. But uh, you know, Twitter. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. If you go on Instagram, which is our one that we mostly go on to, you'll be find our link tree where you can find us and all of our kind of podcasting sites such as Castbox, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, all that good stuff. But also, you'll find us on our YouTube page, YouTube slash The Centurions, where you can see our beautiful mugs most of the time and i mean it, there was like what two episodes that we forgot to record or recording got a little messy yeah at least this episode uh it looks like we got it yeah i mean as well as the fact that uh i have shaved my hair sure and uh, i need to do the same but anyways um one thing uh yeah so once you're on youtube you can comment like subscribe hit the bell icon Tell us how we're doing. If you have any questions for any topics for us to talk about, happily to have them. Sometimes we tend to run out of ideas. Or we don't know when the right time would be to talk about those ideas. <laughs> but anyways, um, that's always good for us to know. You know, it shows, it's it's a great way to see how we're doing on each side. You know, hit us, you know, whether you comment on any of the podcast sites or any of the or YouTube let us know that we're at least doing something right or at least, you know, we need to work on something. And if you want to support us in any way, we do have a Patreon where you can see all the stuff that you can do to help us out, whether it be from a dollar to five or whatever. I, I don't totally understand how, considering some stuff going on. We, we might not be able to do that, but that's fine. Don't worry about it. We'll get it. And, yeah, that's about it. So thank you guys. You know, hopefully we'll see we'll talk, be able to talk about more about Marvel. We might have some stuff happening for Mandalorian. I don't know. Yeah, because that's coming out soon. Yeah, real soon, right? Real soon. That's a birthday gift for you. Well, that dates this certainly. <laughs> Is it? No, I mean this dates the recording, right? Yeah, you said that. Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, but you know, it's it's coming out soon. We might do something about that. We'll see. Um, but yeah. Thank you guys. This has been your good old pals. My name's Joe. And it's boy, your boy Eli. And we are the Geeks and Trains. Thank you for checking out the chance to listen to us. Hope you guys have a good one. Peace.